This is Agents Influence Podcast. At the end of the day, the insurance business is so great because there's so many different ways you can make a great living. You know, you can make a great living that, but you just gotta go all in. And you know, that would really be like the key thing that I would love to get you know across to people is just stick with something for a year, commit to it, go all in. Because otherwise, you're gonna half do this and then half do that. At the end, you've just had shiny objects in and you've really made no progress. I'm Jason Cass and we're going to help you think differently. Change your agency. Change your finances. Change your family. And in the end, we're gonna change an industry. Let's go. Hey, 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 loyal listeners. Welcome to Agents Influence Conversations with Jason Cass. Today we are joined by Mr. Rob McCarthy. There's a lot of you out there that do not know who Rob McCarthy is. And then there's a lot of you that are hearing me say that name and you're going, holy cow, Rob McCarthy is on. Because if I was doing this a year and a half, two years ago, they would have been on agency intelligence because he is an agency owner. His family uh, runs a very successful agency out of New York. And we'll talk a little bit about that. I hope it's New York, maybe New York York or New Jersey, New York. Okay. All right. To us in America's kitchen here in the Midwest, that's all the same thing, right? Just like everything. It's flyover country for everybody. Well, not anymore. You're in Austin. Sort of Midwest. I mean, South. It's South Midwest, right? I can't say that you're America's kitchen. That's what I like to call the Midwest. But anyways, um, welcome, Rob. Glad I got yeah, you today, Yeah, it's good brother. to be here, man. I'm, I'm excited. I, I actually am I'm, I'm like 90% sure this is the first time I've been, you know, we've been connected a while, but this is the first time uh, you ever graced me with an invitation. So I, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just backstory, Rob and I have known each other now five, six, seven years, met through uh, kind of, I would say, online through Joey Gingola, many, many very, very different areas. Rob used to be a, a mastermind member, which we now call mastermind champions. Uh, he left, he got married to a beautiful woman a couple years ago and then decided to switch because um, we want to just, I want people to catch up with who you are now. And I think that you're, um, I think you're a very unique person in the fact that, um, let me put it to you this way. Like some of the stuff that you and Joey were doing, um, strength when I'm talking blog writing, video content, hitting that hardcore, that's like everywhere now for people, right? That wasn't everywhere in 2012, 2013, 2014, right? And that's what I just want to talk about. I want to talk about those differences. I want to talk about some of the places that you're going. You live in Austin. What a great, fantastic place um, that a lot of people are going. I hear it's becoming very liberal hence people coming from New York and coming from uh, California, but maybe too much of one thing is never good. You need a nice balance in the world, don't we? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's uh, Austin, uh, it's kind of become a bit of a melting pot. It really uh, has. We've got a lot of people from all over, um, but uh, it's it's a weird mix of things. Uh, it, it allows, uh, I mean, this isn't going to turn into a huge Austin thing, but, um, you know, it, it, the, the liberal values bring some things and then you've got Texas, which is obviously super conservative. Mm-hmm. And so you end up with a weird melting pot of, you know, views and, and things and uh, allows for, I mean, through what's currently been going on, a lot of unique opportunities. I mean, right now, basically, Austin has become like the comedy 
uh, capital of America because, you know, you've got that crowd that really likes comedy, but then you've also got the, you know, I like that. It, so sense. there's a lot of, no, that uh, makes sense. you know, advantages right now to living and in it's Austin. almost like uh, the nashville of texas i mean from one i mean and i went there and oh Absolutely. my gosh there's so much live music going on downtown it's unbelievable yeah i mean uh the, the claim to fame is the live music capital of the world uh unfortunately we moved here in december and like shortly thereafter you know we're just kind of getting settled in and then everything shut down so we haven't really gotten to experience you've only been the there a year yeah we oh, only man. i only moved uh december of uh 19. Oh man, I thought it was a couple years. Okay, that makes sense. I guess like you could look at it as 19, it's 21. See that maybe that's why Cass. Cass isn't very smart sometimes on that way. So Rob McCarthy, I'm glad that you're here with us. Let's get on with this. So, so you have the uh, iPhone or Droid? Uh, Google Pixel all the way, man. That's why I like him. See, I told you about this. And if you talk to Joey, he's the same way. You see why I hang out with these guys? That's why he left New York because Hanley refused to go iPhone or go Droid. So Rob said, screw this. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to Austin. So um. as, as close as or as, as much as New York, everyone thinks is like the same. I mean, Hanley's literally in a different world Good of point. New York. Good point. I mean, it, he's truly upstate. I mean, he's in the capital, yeah. which, you know, go capital, but like, that's not where New York happens. Sorry. True. Hanley, no, it's true. <laughs> it's the truth. And and we happen to be a bigger uh, geographical state, but Illinois, same way. Everything happens in Chicago and everything else is just like other than Chicago. It really truly is. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, keep, keep in mind, loyal listeners, the last app that you should need to download is agency intelligence app. We have that app out there for you. Had it custom designed and built just for you. You get everything that we have um, inside the network. And if you're a champion, you can get all your stuff there once you sign in. Um, Ram, you love to win or do you hate to lose? I will be totally honest here. I, I enjoy winning, but I hate losses. I will, I will fester on a loss. You know, a victory, I'll celebrate it and we'll have that high, but like I will think about and relive a loss. It's it's not pretty. Yeah. So crazy. Uh, that as that's very good. And 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 just thinking of knowing you and stuff, I, I can't tell you how much that probably rings true from the personality that I know of you. <laughs> Seriously, it does. That's a good thing. Um, liquor luck liquor skill. Lucker skill, what has brought you to where <clears throat> you are today that you would think has been most impactful in your life? Whew. I would say uh, a mixture of the two. Um, I would say it is uh, a bit of luck that I connected with the people that I did, which helped me get to where I am. But it is the skill and the work that really lets you take those connections and uh, skills and, and, you know, you just got to do the work. Sure. So definitely a mixture of both. Mm, mm. And that makes sense too. Once again, knowing your life. Yeah. Yeah. You could have gotten hanging out with us and and not done anything. You were like, uh, actually, I'm going to start doing uh, this stuff and doing it better than you guys. And and it, it allowed you to be seen. And, and that makes total sense. So take us back. Let us relate to you, brother, for three to four minutes. Take us back to high school, college, wherever you want to start and bring us forward to how you got to RPS. Sure, sure. Um, so in a nutshell, uh, grew up in New York my whole life. Uh, father owned an insurance agency. My mother's been a school teacher and, uh, you know, kind of dabbled, uh, you know, all through, you know, probably junior high, high school in the family agency, you know, doing all that, you know, stuff that, you know, probably your kids are doing right now, right. you know, the filing, the cleaning, you know, the occasional answering the phones, uh, went off to school, uh, for graphic design, actually, um, 
kind of determined to stay away from insurance. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy technology and, you know, graphic design, web design, that sort of thing is what I really wanted to or thought I wanted to do. Um, and I'll be honest with you, uh, you know, as a, looking back, I'm like, that is not really, I, you know, drawing is not my, I was never the kid doodling. Why, why did I think this? But anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, hindsight is 2020, you know? So, uh, after school or after college, uh, ended up, um, going back to work at the family agency in 2008, uh, which, you know, for most of, you know, uh, the, those youngins on here, 2008 was a rough time. Uh, it was. <laughs> and so, uh, headed back to the family business, started out, you know, part-time to be perfectly honest, just, you know, doing the basic stuff, trying to, you know, help out and, and do what I could. Um, over time, got more involved and uh, eventually became a partner in the agency. And uh, we really started, I mean, I'd say we went from, you know, just getting by to really kicking ass uh, the last, I don't know, four or five years I was there. I was there for about 10 years. Um, and uh, it was great. I mean, it, you know, working with family is uh, positives and negatives. Uh, you know, I worked alongside my dad and got to spend a lot of time with him. Um, worked alongside my brothers. Uh, but ultimately, uh, you know, I just decided that uh, the agency and New York was not what uh, my wife and I wanted for our life. And, uh, you know, so started making plans and making moves. And, uh, you know, December of 19, uh, we had everything, you know, all the ducks lined up. I, I had you know, done everything I could to leave the agency in the best possible position. To be perfectly honest, 2019 was the best year the agency had ever had. That's great. And it was super um, conflicting to walk away from that because, uh, you know, the, the marketing and all the stuff that, you know, we did way back when was was humming along and to this day is still humming along. That's great. You know, the, the agency ranks super well. They get tons of leads, you know, organically. And, uh, you know, but we made the decision, my wife and I, that, you know, the, the New York life and, and honestly, to, to be you know, honest, it's just that the, the agency life was not the life we wanted. And so uh, we packed up our bags and moved to Austin, Texas. And uh, I, I took a little bit of a hiatus to kind of, you know, decompress. And, you know, I had been going strong, you know, the first two years, I, I didn't, I'll, I'll be perfectly perfect two years in the family agency. I, I, I was worthless. I was, you know, a kid, I was still figuring things out. But the last eight years, it was pretty much nonstop six days a week, you know, just grinding and binding, you, uh, you know, I was at the office most days from, you know, 7, 7.30 until 7 p.m. at night. And it just, you know, for me, that's, uh, it was great. You know, the agency took off and, and I'm glad, but uh, that's so just So you not went to Austin not having a job. I had, uh, you know, had conversations with people, but I, I was very much, uh, wow. you know, I don't want to start right now. We, once again, we, we, my wife and I are, are pretty aggressive planners. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I have an Excel spreadsheet that we use for our menu. Like, I, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm that, I'm that person. Um, gotcha. So you, whether you win or uh, not, I mean, you were, you were, you had planned for that. So that, that's just amazing. I thought that you went there probably because of our, what did you, what made you choose Austin? So uh, ultimately, uh, it was pretty simple. Uh, you know, we wanted to be near at least some element of family. And so, uh, you know, we didn't want to just throw darts on the board, you know. Mm -hmm. e e so, uh, you know, we've got family in basically Florida. We've got family here in Austin. And then we've got family in New Mexico. And uh, oh. of those three options, I went, we, we did, my wife and I were like, Austin's the best option there. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
pr- pretty, you know, that it was really just that, uh, that simple. And uh, to be perfectly honest, we had only visited a handful of times. So there was a lot we learned when we moved here. Um, but, uh, it, it all worked out. Uh, so saved a lot on personal taxes to tell you that right now. That's why this sucker's going to Florida here in about two and a half years, Rob. I mean, jeez, cram it. It's ridiculous. Anyways, that's another topic, another time. So, Rob, um, and then you got with RPS, and um, and you just approached them, or however that went. How'd you get to where you are now? Yeah, so I had actually uh, been connected with Ryan Collier, who's the the chief digital officer of RPS, ah. and. Um, I super impressed with him. He's just one of those, you know, real forward thinkers. And, you know, to be that way at such a large company is uh, kind of unique. Um, and I knew when I ended up choosing another, you know, opportunity, I knew I wanted to go to a bigger company. And when you start looking at bigger companies, you you unfortunately see a lot of, you know, stale corporate environments. And uh, that. that's, that's not me. No, like, it's not. you know, so I, I I, I had to choose choose carefully. And uh, Ryan and the team that he's built within executive lines at RPS is incredible. Um, and I knew you know several of the guys there because I had actually worked with them at the the family agency. And so it was just uh, kind of a natural uh, like, hey, we're gonna do this. And uh, it, it's been great. I mean, uh, the timing uh, of when I started was, was not uh, the, the most ideal. I literally started March uh, 8th, 7th. Oh, and shit. So my first week, I, I'm in Chicago in, in, you know, home office. And uh, Wednesday rolls around. And so I've had, you know, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, we go to lunch. I go to lunch with, uh, you know, my uh, one of my coworkers there. And uh, we come back. And Ryan's like, hey, guys, uh, we're shutting it down. Everybody's going home. And I'm like, okay, I haven't even gotten a laptop issued yet. Like, (laughs) okay. So uh, it it was pretty crazy. Um, But honestly, it's it's worked out really well. And uh, I enjoy it. So uh, I've got no complaints. I mean, Hanley started, opened up his gig officially on March 7th. So ironically oh. enough, yeah. So I mean, dude just starts an agency <laughs> and, you know, and he's done really, really well. But, uh, but you know, wow. And for all you loyal listeners who are listening a year, two, three years from now, we're talking about March 7th of 2020. Okay. And you, if you're a loyal listener, you were alive during that time. Okay. Unless this is 1960. And if people are still listening to us in 1960, Rob, we did something amazing. I got to tell you that right now. Um, See, 1960, I'll be so goddamn, I'll be like 80, be 80, like 80 years old. Yeah, we'll still be around, Rob. We'll still be around. Modern on a beach, though, not doing this. (laughs) No doubt I'll be on a beach. Oh, anyways, so that's good, dude. I'm I'm so happy and proud of you. So, loyal listeners, one of the things that, as we talked about, blogging in 2011, 2012, 2013, still important today, but it was the new thing. It was the important vehicle that we were going to create content with, right? And if you really did it well and you created video with it and other forms of audio, you'd create great content or context, right? I heard somebody say one time that the king, uh, content is king, but context is the queen. And I think that that's really, really important because you can create all the content you want, but it needs to be relevant. You started realizing that you had a niche, if I'm correct, going back with contractors and you started doing video and blogging for that. And that was 
astronomical. And I want to get some more on that. But loyal listeners, if you heard him, that's still paying dividends in his family's agency today. Um, that was a that was a big change in your agent brand. Am I right about that? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, uh, you know, so when I started out, uh, we were, you know, like most main street agencies, you know, we did a little bit of everything, you know, it just, uh, so happened that I realized that, you know, our top three, four accounts were all construction related. And I was like, we need more of these. <laughs> and uh, That's right. so, uh, we started doing, uh, initially, uh, Google pay-per-click which is super expensive. Um, you know, there's ways to do it uh, that's less expensive with like the retargeting, but the actual, you know, primary, you know, Google search, you know, pay-per-click is wicked expensive mm -hmm. and even more so for construction because even back then it was more in Shurion, but now you've got like Next and a few other guys that are just willing to spend, you know, mm -hmm. $60, $70 a click, which is absurd. You know, it you, is. it's unsustainable. Uh, it's like, it's like bidding on auto insurance, which you just, you, to bid on that keyword, you, you might as well just take yeah. a dump truck and throw your money in there. That's you true. Know, it's just gone. So uh, I knew the niche was there, you know, construction in, in New York. I mean, it, most people who dabble in construction, if they have a client that enters New York, they're just like, no, no, I can't do it. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, so that, that was attractive to you. It absolutely, it was, it was a difficult thing. And so difficult, you know, is to me provides an advantage because it's like, if you're willing to do the work, you're willing to figure it out, right. you know, you, you can make a living. And so, uh, started kind of getting construction, uh, you know, figured out <clears throat> and then did the pay-per-click and then eventually got connected with, you know, Joey and Hanley and you. And, uh, that's when I really discovered the whole content aspect. Uh, you know, I should also throw in, you know, Marcus Sheridan, you Absolutely. know, kind of the the godfather of content marketing there. Where we all learn um, from. And so, you know, using the the things that I learned from all of them, started creating a ton of content, but very, very niche. It was all about New York construction. And, you know, fortunately, New York construction is a big enough industry that the niche paid off tremendously. Um, you know, when I left the agency, you know, uh, you know, basically December of 2019, uh, you know, the, the agency was still getting over 150 leads a month in New York City construction. Wow. Which is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Hey, so, you remember that first time you met with Joey, like you started getting coaching from Joey, like, hey, how do I build these blogs and stuff? And do you remember like within the first week, I can't remember, like he got you and you did the work, but you and him together, you were like number one on Google for, uh, for, for like insurance contractors or some yeah, stupid thing. I, I actually am like, I actually haven't done it in a while, but I'm, I'm pretty sure the agency is still, we, we weren't just number one. We were like number one, two, three, and four yeah, for contractors it. insurance in the state of New York. So yeah. either, you know, you're in the state of New York or you search contractors insurance NY and we just owned it. Wow. Um, you know, there's the ads that show up, but, but all the organic stuff was the agency. And I tremendous, you know, there was uh, guidance from Joey, but it really is just doing the work. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, unfortunately a lot of people kind of lose sight and they're they'll create some content and then they're like well it didn't work well it takes time mm -hmm. you know i started you know before i got my first real lead from the website it was probably six eight months but i was still creating and, and you know sticking to that same thing mm -hmm. you know it's not like I, I created one piece of content and was like 
well, let's, you know, just see what happens. No, it was just doing it over and over and over and over again and really hammering home that niche because I'll be honest, the things that I thought were going to matter did not, you know, the, 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 a lot of the early content that I created didn't really do the job. It was, you know, it, it gained a few things, but it was also figuring out the right words that they were searching, which, you know, I thought, well, everyone who needs it searches contractors insurance. Well, not necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, the, the actual best keyword that we had was what's called action over. And so when someone searched action over insurance, that was a gold mine and action we were over why? Well, so it goes back to why New York is difficult and unique and, and weird. Okay. Um, okay. You don't there's have to some get into that, but that was yeah. the thing. Wow, that's crazy. And so that's like finding that thing that that matters and works for you or, or for your area and your niche is really where things take off. And so that video that I did on action over insurance, uh, I think has been viewed, you know, like 2,400 times or something like that. Wow. Like, that so and, and like that's not the video that I would have thought was going to be like, I mean, 2400 views is not viral by any means, but for an insurance video, that's that's a fair number of views. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, figuring that out, you know, and how it applies to you and, and your unique situation uh, is really where, you know, the gold comes from. Are you ready to transform the way your business communicates? Look no further than Lightspeed Voice, the ultimate solution for insurance agencies seeking a seamless communication. I've used them for over eight years. I'm telling you what I'm reading is the truth. Picture this crystal clear calls, advanced features, unparalleled, flexible, tailored, just for you. That's Lightspeed Voice. Tired of drop calls and outdated systems? Lightspeed Voice has your back. Say goodbye to communication hiccups and hello to a new era of efficiency. I love that. Boost productivity with features like call recording, voice to email, and effortless call transfers. Work from the office, from home, or on the go. Lightspeed Voice keeps you connected wherever your business takes you. Don't worry about the transition. Our dedicated support and onboarding teams will guide you every step of the way. Make the switch to Lightspeed and join the ranks of satisfied insurance agency owners like me experiencing the power of seamless communication. Ready to elevate your agency? Visit lightspeedvoice.com or call 877.97-VOICE to schedule your free demo. Lightspeed Voice. We're more than just talk. Cast approved. Wow. That Otherwise, you're just throwing things against the wall. You know, I had a podcast right before this one with Ryan Hanley. Loyal listeners, it's 1-7 of 2020. Um, and one of the things that is so ironic, we were talking about blind spots. And you talked about things that you would not, the videos and the things, that content that's the most successful, you would not have assumed that. And him and I were talking about this. And this is something that I wrote down. And what you think you know you don't and what you think you do you don't really know. And I think it goes back to what we're saying. We have these misconceptions of the things that are going to work. Here's how I'm going to be successful. And then we get out there and it doesn't work. And what we realize is, is well, maybe we just thought the wrong thing was going to work, right? And I think, and, and so I don't want to go too deep into that. I want to go back to something that you said there. Our number one blog, our, and I'm sorry, our number one way we get online leads for personal lines. And I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, we get five, maybe 10 a month. That's not what we do. When they do come in though, I'm going to say almost every one of them are, hey, do you guys write, um, do you guys uh, write uh, high risk dogs? It's the number one thing we get. All state insurance, the reason why we wrote this, 
back in 2012 or 2015, 2016, whatever it was, is because all state, which we represent, does not have a dog list. They don't have a dog list at all. They don't exclude it or whatever. So we were like, all right, let's write this at like this blog. Still to this day, every one of these leads that come in or, hey, um, I read your guys' blog. Uh, Rottweiler's not on there. You know, that's not something we go after. But back then when we were doing personal lines, it's proof of what you're saying is still paying dividends. And I mean, we still and Travis, he's not the most he doesn't believe in the marketing like I do and you do. He wants to go out there and talk to people. He still gets amazed. He's like, I can't believe we're still getting freaking leads off this damn blog, you know. So what you're saying is absolutely true. And your success is a proof of it as well. So that's good. And that, go ahead. That same thing applies to so many things, you know, personal lines, commercial lines. I know, you know, you and a lot of other people have gotten, you know, really wrapped up in workers comp and going after those larger middle market accounts. Those people still have pain problems. It's just understanding what their pain problem is and creating that content around that. Mm -hmm. You know, you're dealing with people who have high mods. You can create content around that. And believe it or not, even the larger accounts are searching the internet. Darn right. You know, are. we we all want to think that they need someone to approach them. And don't get me wrong, there's definitely, you know, a need for, you know, both inbound and outbound activity. But even those large accounts, they they're they're doing their research on the internet. They Everyone are. is. They are. But it but you gotta figure out, you gotta get inside their head. Talk to an agent. Um, I won't say his name. His name's Robert. I won't say his last name. He's uh, part of uh, this killing commercial protege thing that we're doing. And anyways, Robert was telling me that um, he went in, little agency, he went in to compete. He, sound, he found out that they were with Marsha McLennan. And he was thinking to myself, I'm not, this is like way over my head or whatever. 800 and some thousand dollar account. He ends up giving the presentation because it's it the, the quote is coming on like in six months. Okay, so he's in there midterm. Sharks giving the presentation. Da, 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 da. They call him back and said, "Hey, we'd like to hear more from you." This guy's about ready to crap his pants. He calls David Carruthers. He's gone on the, on the phone on the way there. Like, "Hey, what do I need to say? What do I need to do?" David's like, "Da da 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 da." Um, he ends up getting the account. What was amazing is every th reason why we think we wouldn't get it was not being done. Oh, they have better risk management than us. They have better loss control. They have all these services. The, the $800,000 account wasn't getting one service from Marsha McLennan. That would have been something that Jason Cass would have walked away from. I would have said to myself, ah, there's enough fish out there. I'll go get something else. But man, now he's convinced me. Like, and then what you're saying too, those people are searching out on the internet and they're searching because they're probably not getting the service that we sometimes assume that they are. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, that that's uh, uh, not to get like, you know, uh, all psycho babbly, but I feel like a lot of what's holding people back is, is their own, you know, hesitations, you know, whether that's approaching that big account, you, you just you, you get inside your own head and you're like, well, this is what I've always done. So this is what I always do. And it's like there's a whole wide world out there. And, you know, you're you're the one putting the handcuffs on yourself. You know, that prospect doesn't care that, I mean, they might a little bit if it's the first time, but by and large, they're not going to care that this is the largest account you've ever written. They're just going to care, can you deliver? Mm -hmm. And by and large, if that's the large account for you, you are going to deliver. You're, right. you're going to like, you're going to write down, these are the things I need to do. And you're going to do them because guess what? You really care, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So so check this I, out, Rob. So on with um, the larger, this huge count, my largest count I've ever written um, this summer. 
Uh, I was looking yesterday, I was on the Neon Pilots agents uh, meeting and I'm looking through, I can pull up their account and I can pull up their cases and everything. You guys are probably used to this in RPS and your big firms, but I can pull up now every case that we've had, which means a service test that we did. It's been closed, what it was. We can see all that. And there was four cases that are open and there was 11 cases that were closed. And of those 15, Eight of them were claims inquiries where they had received a bill and said, hey, I thought that this claim was closed. We called, we got it. We sent it over to the, to the adjuster. Adjuster's like, yep, we'll go ahead and pay it. That was eight of those, seven or eight of those. Okay. And then the others were just a couple auto changes or employee changes. This is a hundred thousand dollar revenue account. And I've done hardly, I don't want to say anything. We've worked really hard on this account up front to make sure it got to where it need. But as far as the service work, now, let me put that in context. I did some rough math. It's equivalent to around 430 auto and home policies with one auto or two autos in one home. Yep. And how many service tests would you have had on Holy that? Holy shit. A ton. I have 500 and some odd Erie clients and they're my biggest service. I mean, so, so that, I, I'm sitting there thinking to myself like, Whew. I mean, it doesn't, and I'm not saying anybody who's not doing it right is doing it or doing it wrong, but you're, there's a lot of you right now that are spitting your wheels. There's a lot of you that have heard Cass talk about this for a while. And that's why I bring people like Rob on because it is true. He's dominated in New York. He did come on folks. It's like one of the largest cities in the world. I mean, come on, this is a small place. So, yeah, I mean, I, New York is a different animal and I was fortunate to have really, uh, you know, earned my stripes there because the things that we saw and the things that we did there were so challenging that so many things seem, you know, easy is a strong word, but you know, it's just, you know, everything was manuscript and there was no, you know, simple, uh, like, like a bop just didn't exist. Right. So people yeah. like, who were writing, right. And I mean, and yeah. that's, like you said, I got into railroad contractors because I sat down and I called the lady. I, I didn't sit down. I called the lady. Um, her name was Roberta Matthews. And I said, Roberta, I said, I'd like to have an opportunity in insurance. And she said to me, she says, you realize we do railroad insurance, right? I said, yeah. She goes, you're not going to hang up. I said, no, why would I? This is like my third month in the business. And I'm like, no, why would I? And she was like, because every time I tell somebody we do railroad contracting, they always hang up on me. But when I went and sat and talked to her and she explained this to me more, a lot of agents would do what you said. They would just get up and be like, well, I'm no good here. I sat here and thought to myself, man, if agents are cold calling her and she's telling them, yeah, and they're hanging up, uh, if I can figure this out, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I've got something here. And that's that's what I my first niche and I did it for six years. So, so much we're teaching. We're not here bragging, Rob. What we're doing is, is there's people out there listening that we're, we're you and I were at that time. And, and, exactly. and they've also got agency owners who are telling them that they're wrong. And what we're here to tell them is, is that their thoughts are right. Their, their, their mind is in the right place. So anything else you want to say about any of this, man? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the the core thing for me is if you're going to get into it, you know, and, and really try and build an inbound process, you've got to stick with it and you've got to commit to it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I it pains me because I've had, you know, over the years, you know, I'll be perfectly honest, a, a lot of time I've spent, you know, really just with my head down doing the work. And so I don't talk to, you know, as many people as I probably should. Um, but the few people that I have talked to over the years about this, it just, it, it pains me because I feel like they start it, they maybe work on it for a month or two, and then they kind of bounce out and, you know, onto the next shiny object. And at the end of the day, the insurance business is so great because there's so many different ways you can make a great living. You know, mm -hmm. if you're a telephone terrorist, you can make a great living. 
I so I've known I've never several called that telephone terrorist. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, th- there are people that are just full on beast mode on the phone. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, I, I jokingly used to call them telephone terrorists because I was like, oh my god, like these people, like they're they're. But you can make a great living that way. You know, you can make a great living if you're a master networker. I mean, a little tougher right now. But, you know, (laughs) by and large, you know, or if you want to go, you know, a content marketing route, you can make a great living that, but you just got to go all in. And, and, you know, that, that would really be like the the key thing that I I, I would love to get, you know, across to people is just stick with something Mm -hmm. for a year, commit to it, go all in. Because otherwise you're going to half do this and then half do that. And then half, and, and at the end, you've just had shiny object syndrome and yep. you've really made no progress. I think we all fall victim to that as soon as point in time. It's self-awareness and realizing that Rob. So at RPS, um, let's give a little love to them. We do business. That's one of our main brokers that we do business with. So um, a little biased here. Uh, and the reason why we do is you guys just have so many lines we don't want to have 15 brokers to work with. We want two or three and, and we want them to be, you know, have it so we don't have to go through it. We do, we do with you guys on healthcare. That's something that we really, you guys have a nice healthcare unit. Yeah. What do you do? Runs that. You're with, uh, you're with exact executive lines. What do you do there? Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I'll kind of back up and then we'll jump okay. into what I actually do. So RPS is a really great, I mean, the, for such a large company, they really allow, you know, personalized relationships and just everyone to do their own thing to the point where you've got people that are experts. And so like you mentioned, healthcare, Uh, James McNitt runs that office in Chicago and they're, you know, inch wide, mile deep, you know, and and that's the same thing we do in executive Mm -hmm. lines. We really try and be specialist within whatever segment we're working on. You know, we've got property guys and they do stuff with property that just like I, I when, when I, you know, we get on calls, you know, internally and I'm just like, you're doing what? Like, I don't even understand. Okay. You're doing some sort of modeling and this is how you're justifying to the underwriter that you need a better. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. never really been a property guy, but like, you know, even, even healthcare, you know, uh, same thing. Like, uh, they just, they, they, when you only do one thing, you can do it really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so within executive lines, that's the same thing. We, we really only handle, you know, a select number. What's that of mean? What's the, what's the executive lines? Executive lines could also be called professional lines. Oh, so okay. things like uh, cyber, DNO, ENO, et cetera. Um, it's really, you know, it, it it's that, that, and, and uh, you know, select lines of business and, uh, you know, it, it allows us to be experts in what we do. Um, you know, we, for example, uh, got something that I was working on uh, yesterday and uh, it had been to another, you know, generalist uh, broker, if you will. And they had just left so many stones unturned and basically gone back to the retail agent saying like, hey, like we're, we, we've struck out here. But coming to, you know, the specialists within the executive lines team, there was just a lot of opportunities that we're there because once again, we only operate in this, you know, narrow space. And so for me, you know, it was just, uh, I like a challenge and, uh, you know, it would have been too boring really to, to go, you know, be a construction broker. I mean, I did that. I, I, you did that. I did that in New York. 
where I don't want to do that. I knew some really great construction brokers. And so, uh, makes sense. Executive lines is, you know, to me, it was a more up and coming. We've also got some great technology that, that made it more exciting versus just saying like, you know, I'm a wholesale broker. We've, but I'm not going to turn this into a whole commercial. I mean, no, basically, no, no. Okay. I like to know, that. you know, it, it's really great to be part of, uh, you know, the team, uh, is, excellent. The leadership is great. The technology was strong. I mean, to me, it was just a no brainer to come over and join executive lines. And I've learned a lot, you know, in the last uh, year, uh, I've gotten to work on some really crazy things and done all sorts of exciting things that I didn't even know existed. I mean, one of the accounts I worked on was an international patent policy. I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, and, and you know, and the thing about it is I didn't, um, I didn't even realize that truthfully that you were really, that was what executive lines, exactly what you were doing. And I have to tell you, we had a broker, um, that we were using through just a small guy, but we've been using him forever for cyber and DNO and all that. And he left and went to Burns and Wilcox and he does something over there for them. Well, I'm not a bit burn. I'm not a Burns and Wilcox fan. So I will tell you right now, we feel as if we don't really have a true good broker when it comes to our professional, our cyber and all that stuff like that. We use RPS. Um, I just have to say, I'd probably rather deal with you because I know you. So we'll have to figure that out somehow. But anyways, um, Rob, I really do um, appreciate you coming on here. I want to figure up with two things. Leaders are readers and readers are leaders. And I know you're a leader, so I know you're a reader. What are you reading? Oh, so I am, uh, I'd say aggressive reader. And so, uh, you know, I read a lot and I read a lot of different things. Um, I will say, uh, recently I have been on a bit of a fiction kick, um, and history kick, um, which has been, uh, different. Uh, you know, I try and, you know, vary it up. Um, but I would say currently reading, uh, a history book, which is uh, the People's History of the United States, uh, which a lot of us probably read in high school, um, but have since dismissed because let's be honest, that was forever ago. And so reading that book again, which is uh, more just, you know, Do they start kind of Christopher Columbus and, and, and now? Yes. Yes. I think I've read this. Um, I read this actually about five or six years ago. And it actually kind of tells the story of Christopher Columbus maybe differently than maybe we were taught in school. Okay, I exactly. read a great freaking book. Hoping exactly. my eyes to a lot of crap. Yes, yes. yes. So that is uh, just kind of a fun, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm an American. I need to, you know, open my eyes. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've been enjoying that. Uh, as far as like a tactical book that I'm, or I've read and I, I actually reread, you know, almost once a year is a book called The Checklist Manifesto. And that is a phenomenal book. It's all about process and just really, you know, analyzing how you do things and then systematizing it, which is kind of uh, a la Billy Williams, uh, where I know he loves a good, uh, you know, process. Um, I, okay. I I feel kindred spirits with him when I when I read that book. Yeah. But it's just, uh, you know, to me, like there are so many things in life that can pull at you, but if you can systematize the things that you can, it makes life a whole lot easier. You know, that goes back to my Excel spreadsheet grocery list. But I, <laughs> I didn't know you were exactly like that, but uh, it doesn't surprise me once again. <laughs> so here's the last thing. I know that Rose is your boo and you probably watch Hulu. I don't know. Maybe you spend your time on Amazon Prime. Maybe you get your kicks on Netflix. What do you and Rose or what do you watch that everybody should know? Oh, <sighs> so 
what do I watch or do, what do we watch? Because those are two very it's, different things. It is. It is. Hanley and I just had the same conversation. What's something you both watch? So this is uh, pure guilty pleasure TV that we both watch together. And that is the Below Deck series on Bravo. Below Deck. So yes. I, I, it's about ships and... So it's uh, essentially about um, a, a crew of people that work on on mega yachts. And then it kind of tells the story, uh, reality style of their uh, vacations on these yachts. Um, yeah, it's... it's that's pretty uh, cool. I mean, that's one of those things you just kind of let your brain go and, you know... Totally. I mean, it's trash TV. Like, it is total trash TV. But we but need that sometimes. Exactly, exactly. And you know what? My wife and I love boats, and so it it, it kind of scratches that itch, and it is totally mindless. I'll so. remember that. So when I go get my boat in Florida, make sure that I invite you and Rose. That's fantastic, man. Hey, I'm, I'm really happy and really so excited for you to be here. I'm, exa- I'm excited that you know you've... You realize that uh, the agency you kicked it its ass, and you really left it in a great place. And I'm here. To, I'm happy that you and Rose got to do what you guys want to do. And man, really, really, really happy to to hear from you again. Yeah, it was good to connect. I feel like it has been way too long. As I said, I, I had my head in the sand and just you know doing the work. And and I I feel like you know the last year I've I've been able to uh, you know little little bit of you know peep my head above the water and uh, see what's going on. And brain shares in September. I'd love to have you. I'll make sure that you get an invite. That would be awesome for you to go. And here's the deal, man. Um, loyal listeners, don't hold this to me because you probably won't listen until it's till May. And I've probably already in our March and I've already announced it. But uh, the, the final two choices are Austin or San Antonio. And I think I'm probably going to go to San Antonio only because of the river walk and um, internally inside the champions group. I've asked the poll and a little bit, not a lot. Mohammed, who is in our group, who's from Austin. I mean, he he's campaigning inside the mastermind to get us to go to Austin. And I told him, I said, dude, we're not going to go to your office, bro. I mean, it's okay. So, so, so both are great options. I will tell you that uh, as far as like resorts, because I, I know you typically like to have like a whole compound, if you will. Yep. There is a great one in San Antonio. It's got like a whole like river or not river. The, the river walk is something different, but the, the resort has like a, a wave pool around it. You, the, um, the IAT actually does their event because they're based in Austin and they go down to San Antonio to do it because it just allows a whole family atmosphere. So, um, you know, not, not to go against Muhammad, I'm sure he's a great guy and I love Austin, but you know, I think as a whole environment, you, and San Antonio is kind of better in that regard. La Cantera, I think, is the one that a lot of insurance companies go to in San Antonio. And it's that thing. And it has an amusement park outside of it. It's absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. It's kind of up in the hills a little bit. Not really hills, but, you know, like Texas hills. Um, so anyways, hey, Rob, once again, thank you very much. And all you loyal listeners, thank you very much. Because you know what I do because I do it for you. And this has been a- Jason Cass with Agents Influence. Uh, this conversation with Jason Cass. Today we had Rob. Then you had me as your host, and we are out. Are you looking for an insurance community to join? Have you heard of the LAAIA? The Latin American Association for Insurance Agents is just not for Latins. Their focus on diversity and inclusion over the last few years has made this 54-year-old association one of the fastest growing and the most dynamic associations in the industry. With established chapters in Florida, Houston, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver, it's no surprise this association has the attention of everyone in this industry. Their upcoming national convention on beautiful Marco Island includes keynote speaker Trisha Griffith, the CEO of Progressive. 
National leaders from around the country like Marshberry, Vertifor, Lula, and more will be here on center stage as well. And whether you're an independent agent, a captive agent, life or health agency, or even a financial services professional, this association offers you everything you need to network and grow your business. Make sure you check them out and consider joining me, Jason Cass, at the next upcoming convention. It's going to be August 21st, the 24th, at the JW Marriott on stunning Marco Island. This has been Cass Approved.